In this month's episode of Speak Out and Play, I'll discuss the creation of the Warfighter Vietnam Kickstarter video, what's in the works for the channel, what videos are coming up next, my view of the Warfighter rulebook, and part three of how to create a Wargame YouTube channel, all next on Speak Out and Play. By the time you're hearing this podcast, DVG's Warfighter Vietnam Kickstarter will have wrapped up. And not surprisingly, it did pretty well. Uh, I received the invitation to create the video and elements such as the tactical display and some of the cards. I did that to create the video for the Kickstarter, which just, boy, wrapped up uh, on Wednesday uh, as uh, this uh podcast has come out. The information that I got from DVG, I took and created a short script from that, and then I shot some video, and it worked out um, pretty well. I mean, as you can see in the video, the game has a great-looking tactical display, uh, along with some new mechanics, most notably the body count, which shaped American tactics in the Vietnam War for a good part of it. Another interesting mechanic is battle fatigue, and it's a pretty simple mechanic because what it is is action cards with battle fatigue written on them that are designed to clog up your hand. And so some soldiers in Warfighter Vietnam will have battle fatigue skills, which adds those types of cards to the action deck. So you draw some cards and you draw some that are battle fatigue, which means they don't do you any good. That's a really interesting mechanic, and I'm looking forward to seeing how that works with the different missions that are going to come out in the core set along with some of the expansions. Uh, I was not provided with the rules. That's not surprising, although I expect the rules to be out probably before the game goes on sale or when the Kickstarter releases its games uh, to us. And I'm, I'm certainly one of the people that uh, have contributed to the Kickstarter, and I'm really looking forward to, to seeing just how good this game really is because it, it's so promising. And also keep in mind that there's going to be another Cold War Warfighter set called Resistance, and that's going to be re released sometime in the future. I doubt we'll see it until maybe late next year. I don't know. I'm not sure of their production schedule, but uh, the that era, the Cold War era, will have a, you know Warfighter Vietnam, and it will have Warfighter Resistance. But what's going on on the uh, Seek Out and Play YouTube channel? Well, that's coming up next. At Seek Out and Play, video production is about the future, and the future starts the first week of January 2024 and runs to the end of June 2024. So as of right now, I've completed all 20 scripts that will run from January to June. That's the first three weeks of each month. That doesn't include Thrilling Tales, which I do separately. I do that once a month. And uh, for each month that comes up, in fact, I've got to uh, put that one together for this month. I've already played it, scripted it, narrated it. I just need to put all of it together for this month. And I do that for each month for Thrilling Tales. But for uh, the Seek Out and Play channel, which is coming up in the spring of 2024, I've written 20 scripts, which cover the first three weeks, plus two months in which they have five Wednesdays. So... Uh, so I've already got the scripts written. I've actually done the narration as well for those 20 scripts. Now it's to put all the audio together before I start shooting the video. 
Uh, there will be a leftover video from the fall, which got shoved back to January. So instead of 20, it's really 19 because I created a new Warfighter Fantasy video and I released that earlier this month. And so it's I took the video that was there in that spot and I just moved it back to January. Uh, the rest of the videos are going to be what you expect. There's going to be a Warfighter week each month, as there always is. There's going to be a week devoted to optional rules and play examples, such as in games like Upfront, Raid on St. Nazaire, uh, the Vento Novo game series, and more. In addition, I'm working on a preview video that will come out on the channel on the 19th of September, 2023, and it will coincide with a Kickstarter. So it's not a Kickstarter video, but rather a short preview video on my channel. Uh, it's a fairly simple game. I'm not going to get into details. You'll just have to see it when the video comes out. And it's really, it's all I can say about the video is, is that it's a light war game it looks like a lot of fun it involves a highly praised game designer so i think everybody will be looking forward to that as soon as the video comes out and when the kickstarter comes out which i believe is going to be on the 19th of september so that's what's coming out uh, soon what's going to come out over the month for seek out and play well that's coming up next What's up next on Seek Out and Play as this Speak Out and Play podcast has come out is the next video is going to be the Thrilling Tales and it's going to be Warfighter Mediterranean and we're going to have Italians go up against the British and it was a fun game to play and I've translated that into a radio play. So that's going to be interesting, and I look forward to see how uh, that goes over because my other ones have been fairly well, well received, and I'm hoping to make improvements and to make a more entertaining experience from the games that I play. Coming up the following week, which is the 4th of October, will be a War of the Worlds How to Play video. This is going to be a war game feature in which I take a compilation of War of the Worlds videos that I made years ago, and I combine that with a how-to-play video that I've made, which just basically runs through DVG's War of the Worlds, how to play it, uh, just from start to finish. It's a good remind reminder-type video for those who have the game. And it's the perfect complement for October, of course, because it's Halloween month, which is fitting for October 11th as... I've come out with a Warfighter unboxing of which is going to be Castle Frankenstein and that's going to be uh, that's one of the three World War Z expansions that are available and have been available for a while. Castle Frankenstein is pretty interesting. And so that's going to be out on the 11th. I've also got the other one uh Arlier. I'll have to I've forgotten how to pronounce it. So I've actually got both done. But I'm considering replacing one of them with another video, probably a Warfighter Fantasy video, and because more needs to be done on Warfighter Fantasy, but I haven't done it yet. So instead of that, I'm just going to tell you that it's probably going to be Castle Frankenstein on the 11th, and on the 18th is probably going to be a Warfighter Fantasy video, or vice versa. I'm just going to make it interesting and let you all guess, because I don't know. But speaking of I don't know, let's go to our next segment, which covers the Warfighter rulebook and my opinions on that. 
I have spent uh, some time answering questions on the Warfighter Facebook page, and one comment that I see from time to time is those who feel that the rulebook is either too complicated or not organized properly for new players. And, you know, I, I get it. Uh, anything of that length and covering the ground that Warfighter does is going to lead to suggestions that the rules need to be rewritten, that they need to be clarified, uh, really that they just need to be shortened. And I get it. I understand it. You know, I, I go through the rule book. I, I see its length. And I understand the calls for it to be rewritten. But I just don't think that rewriting the rule book is the answer. You know, and that's because it doesn't seem like anyone's addressed what I think is the primary issue with a rule book, which is finding things in it, that it lacks a good table of contents and that it lacks uh, other means to help you find answers that you want. So the idea of rewriting the entire rule book just because it's difficult to find a few things is sort of, to me, analogous to having a flat tire. You know, you get a flat tire, you replace it with a spare tire. And then you get the flat fixed. You don't go out and buy a whole new pickup truck. <laughs> you know, and that's what, when I hear rewrite the whole rule book, it's like, let's buy a whole new pickup truck because the tire is flat. How about we fix the tire first? You know, how about we straighten out the table of contents first? How about we make it easier to find things in it first before we do anything else and see if that works? You know, I'd like, I'd like to see more of a push toward that than anything else. And I say that because I do find the rules to be pretty well organized. Uh, I understand the sheer number of things, which you have to remember, which includes keywords and the like. But rewriting the rule book doesn't solve what I think is the basic problem of uh, basic issue behind it, which is the sheer volume of it. You know, all the keywords, all the terminology, all that. And unless you're willing to cut out a couple of dozen pages, and make it less voluminous, then no rewrite is going to help. But uh, one answer that I do think it might be out there, it might be a good compromise, is something that's already happened. And that is DVG created a Warfighter Fantasy-specific rulebook that they put in the game. And they did that probably because most people who like role-playing games may not be all that interested about modern or World War II combat games. So because it's a different audience, it makes sense to create a specific rulebook for them because their Warfighter universe is going to be more along the lines of fantasy. It's not going to have much, if anything, to do with World War II and modern combat. But I will say that an exclusive rulebook for things like Shadow War and PMC makes sense because they do add a significant number of rules to the game that apply to their core sets and they don't apply anywhere else. So if they, if DVG or somebody came along and made a specific rulebook for Shadow War, a specific rulebook for PMC, uh, maybe one for v uh, Warfighter Vietnam, depending on how many new rule rules are in that. I'm not seeing that many new rules in it, but okay. If, if it's required, then do that. So I don't object to something like that. I'm just saying that rewriting the entire universal rulebook without dropping a lot of it just doesn't make much sense to me. And because I have the latest rule book, the latest version of the rule book on a PDF file, you know, anytime I see a question or I'm trying to answer a question, you know, most notably on Facebook, you know, I just punch up the rules and the keywords. It takes a few seconds on my computer and I look them over and about 90, 95% of the time, I usually find the answer within a minute. 
I mean, that's how good I am at it. And, you know, there are some rules or rules interpretations that may take longer, but for almost all the questions, uh, I've been able to look up the rules quickly, the keywords quickly, and to find the answers right away. So maybe that's just me, but I don't, you know, I, I look at it this way. If I can do it, then anybody can do it. And so, but I will say that barring a specific rule book for each section of Warfighter, I will say that the, if you can improve the table of contents and the index and make them more complete, that would be of great help. Because right now the table of contents is pretty thin. And the index doesn't do a great job of describing what's found on each page. It tells you the basic subject, but it doesn't tell you what's on it. In other words, were, uh, wounds, for example, should have not just the page numbers where it's mentioned, but also on what each page, page is as it refers to the wounds. So because incurring wounds and treating wounds are two different things. So in the index, it should be treated that way. This is incurring wounds. This is treating wounds and the like. And that's an example of that. So to me, start with the table of contents, go to the index to, to look for the basic answers, uh, and then ask on the Facebook Warfighter page. You know, the DVG's Warfighter page is a really good page to find answers. You will find somebody coming up with an answer fairly quickly. And that's my rant on rewriting uh, Warfighter's rulebook. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> I know I did. I got it off my chest. And if you have your own opinion about what DVG should do with the rule book, then put it in the comments below or create your own video for your own YouTube channel. Wait, well, wait a minute. You don't have a wargaming YouTube channel like I got? Well, what follows is part three on my series that I hope will help. Okay, just to do a quick recap, part one was about the two questions you need to ask before you get started in making a Wargame YouTube channel. And part two is about purchasing the right microphone uh, in case your built-in camera or computer mic is not sufficient to do the job. So right now, you should be about four or five videos into your Wargame YouTube channel. And if you, you have not published any videos, then you need to go back a couple of places to part one of my series, because this advice that I'm going to give you right now is not for you. It's for those who've already gotten started, but I am willing to wait. Okay. I've waited long enough. Uh, the next step, once you have created the best audio possible based on your budget is the style you choose in creating videos. If you look around the Wargame YouTube channels, you'll see that different creators have different styles, different ways of making things. A few may be like my channel or perhaps Stuka Joe, who I consider to be the best Wargame YouTube channel guy around. Uh, so if you're going to copy someone and you know, if you're going to do it, always copy the best. So Stuka Joe's the best. So go out and copy him. You know, that's, that's, that's how you should do it. I'm not saying you should copy me, but um, if you want to, I don't have any objections. But uh, copying Stuka Joe, that's a good idea. But it is fair to say that most Wargame YouTube channels have a very similar style, which is I describe it as turn on camera, start talking, stop talking, turn off camera. You know, this is a one-take approach where, where the person is either in front of the camera or behind the camera. And quite often you'll see people either display items by hand when talking to the camera or point the camera at what they're talking about if they're off camera. But for the most part, the camera doesn't move. And it's, uh, it's almost like if you were giving a live lecture in front of a class. 
And the advantage of doing it that way is it's fast. You can shoot a video pretty quickly, and it takes the information that you want to deliver and puts it out there, which is why so many people do it that way. You turn on camera, spend whatever time talking about what the subject is, stop talking, turn it off, you're done. Of course, you might have made a bunch of mistakes that you might want to edit out. That takes time. But if you, if you don't want to do it, you can leave it in and have a pretty short video with a lot of mistakes in it. <laughs> it's up to you. And that's just one of the problems with the turn on camera, start talking, stop talking, turn off camera style. And it's a very limiting way to make videos because it is fast, but you can only do so much, you know, because if you add B-roll footage to what you're saying, so in other words, you're talking about a particular game and you want to cut and show that particular game, you know, that means you're going to have to shoot something extra and put that on there. Well, that takes a little bit more time. And, uh, but that can be very helpful if you're trying to describe a particular game, game mechanics, or something very specific that you want to show. Consider the style you are using when you are making a video. How am I going to do this? Am I going to be like seek out and play and try it that way? Am I going to be like Stuka Joe and try it that way? Am I going to sit in front of the camera and turn on camera and start talking? stop talking, turn off camera, like a class lecture. It's up to you. It's, it's up to you. Just remember that there's not just one way of doing things out there. There are different ways. And you can start doing things one way and expand to do them another if that's the direction that your channel is going. And that's going to be it for this month's Speak Out and Play. Be sure to check out my Facebook and Twitter accounts. And if you want to support the Seek Out and Play YouTube channel, I do have a Patreon account that takes small monthly donations so I can continue the work here. So I want you to all go out there and play games, take care, and if you see Sally, be sure to take her all the way home.